Let's get it. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Right now, how did Dodgecoin become the new lottery ticket? We're going to talk about it on this episode. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell icon. Hit that like, comment, and share button. We've all seen it now throughout the media. Everybody's heard about it. Everybody's talked about it. If you are catching this live, go ahead and hit that um, comment button. Tell me where you're checking this in live from. But we all heard about Dodgecoin, right? Dodgecoin, Dodgecoin, however you may want to call it, Dodge, Dodge, whatever the case may be. Now, in this episode, we're going to talk about what makes people buy lottery tickets. We're going to break all this whole philosophy down. What makes a person buy a lottery ticket? Now, you got to think about a lottery ticket. Let me write this in here. When you think about a lottery ticket, what makes a person buy a lottery ticket? Take someone like myself. I'm not a lottery ticket. I'm not a lottery buyer, right? I don't really go out and say, hey, every weekend, every day, I don't go play the lottery. So, but every now now and then when it goes up to a trillion dollars, you know, when it inflates to a bunch of money and when it inflates to a bunch of money, if I'm in the right place at the right time, if I'm in the gas station or whatever, and I say, hey, you know what? I could grab one. You know, whatever. I don't base it off of nothing. I don't sit back and see how many tickets are out there and what's going on or whatever. I grab one and, you know, the next day they announce it and somebody wins or whatever. What makes a person buy a lottery lottery ticket? People buy a lottery ticket because, hey, um, just to, hey, you know, I don't know what's going on. I just might have the opportunity to win. It only cost me a dollar, two dollars, three dollars. That's it. Now, here it is. Let's take it in. Let's go by Uncle James. He said something very profound to me when last time he was on the show. He said, Prince, most people don't want to invest. They're looking for lottery tickets. So I'm like, what do you mean by most people looking for lottery tickets? He said, hey, people don't care if it's Dogecoin, if it's real estate, if it's stocks, if it's a business, if it's a new idea, if it makes sense, if it doesn't make sense. All they want to know is, hey, do I can I make money from it? And if I can make money from it, I will buy it and I do not care. Now, with that being said, now that we know that most people don't care what's going on, what's going on with the finances, they don't care who owns it, nothing like that. All they care about, can I make money from it? Yes or no. I've seen everybody talk about it and everybody talks about it. They go out and buy it. Right. This is the sad difference. A lot of people don't understand the difference between investing and speculating, investing versus speculating investing as we do on the show ladies and gentlemen we go in and we talk about the um what do we talk about we talk about finances we look up the companies we go over to the bureau of labor statistics we look at the federal reserve.gov we look at the mortgage and bankers association we look at the sec.gov all these regulated entities that puts out a plethora of reports from the ceos of the company from the Organized data that comes from the company, what the company is saying about their balance sheets, their, their cash flow statements, their in, income statement, their positioning in the market, their brand. That's what we make our investments based off of. Speculating. Take me, for example, if I go down to Vegas this weekend or next weekend, I went to Vegas and on, I'm on the crap table. Then you got the field that I can play numbers. You guys and girls know how the crap table goes. I'm not looking at analytical data. I'm just walking in. I'm going to put a couple of chips on the field. If the I forgot what number you got to roll, like two, nine, 12 or whatever. If it rolls my number, I may double my money. If it doesn't roll my number, I lose my money. And I'm pre- completely fine with that. I may even throw something on the eight or the two, have a little fun. I'm not looking at the numbers and the analytical data and what's going on behind it. I'm just saying, hey, you know what? It might just happen. So let me see what happens. It's the same concept 
when everybody goes to buy a lottery ticket. Most people say, hey, you know what? I put in $5 and if it can win, hey, it wins. That's why the lottery, that's why the lottery is so successful. Nobody's looking at the numbers or the data or whatever. They don't care. Now, here's the every here's the next thing. Everybody is a genius during a bull market. Everybody is a genius during a bull market, ladies and gentlemen. You got to keep in mind, a bull market is when the market is continuing to go up, 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 up. Whether it's in real estate, whether it's in stocks, whether it's in cryptocurrencies, whether it's in business or a particular business, there will be a time. This is why bubbles are always created in asset classes. Asset classes, when you see things like housing market, the real estate market, whether it's land of apartments or whatever, when you see stocks, anything that people are making money, there's always a bubble that is created. Because guess what? When do people get excited about buying? When things are going up, right? So when things get bad, you know, when things get bad, that's when everybody look at the finances. So when things are going up, I brought $10,000 worth of Dogecoin a year ago, and now my $10,000 is worth $300,000. I don't care what are the fundamentals. I am a genius because I made money. And one of the worst, uh, worst, worst decisions you can make is to make money from a bad investment. Why? Because you're going to repeat it again and again. Now you brought Dogecoin, you put $10,000 in it, now you made $500, you got a half a million dollars a day, let's hypothetically speak. Now guess what that person is going to do? They're going to go buy a crap ton of cryptocurrencies all over the place, right? Because, hey, it worked in the, it worked in the past. I don't care. I am winning. I don't care what you got to say. I'm winning. Everybody's a genius in a bull market. I brought a house, and now my house is going up $100,000. A year later, I'm a genius. I purchased Uber stock two years ago at $25, and now it's $65. I'm a genius. I purchased Tesla five years ago. Look at a day at $700. I'm a genius way before the stock split. So as everything is going up, everybody's a genius. And when everybody's a genius, when everything is going up, nobody cares about fundamental data and foundations. They don't care. I don't care. I'm making money. Who cares? Who cares what Dogecoin is doing? I am making money. Then when I see you're making money, guess what I start to end up doing? I have the fear of missing out. I have the fear of missing out. I was like, wow, you know, my buddy called me and said, Prince, man, I made a couple hundred grand off of Dogecoin. Wow. Phone ring again. Hey, man, I just brought Dogecoin. Did you buy some? I just made this much money last. Oh, for real? A lot of you guys and girls who's tuning in live now, I made some money over here. I heard somebody else made money. Okay. Fear of missing out. I don't want to miss out. So here I am. I'm on Coinbase and Crypto.com. I'm trying to make sure I get some uh, cryptocurrency too. I don't want to miss out, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. I am the same way. I own cryptocurrencies. I have some Stella, some Dogecoin, some other random, uh, not Dogecoin, uh, but I have Stella and Bitcoin and some other coins or whatever. Do I really know what they're doing? Are they really an investment to me? No. When I go buy cryptocurrencies, I use the same exact philosophy that I use when I'm on a crap table in Las Vegas. When I'm on when I'm in Vegas, I don't look to see who's rolling. Some people got all these things. How many people at the table? Is it a hot table, closed table, cold table? Who's rolling the dice? How hard are they? I don't do all that. I walk up to a table. I see people rolling the dice. I take my chips. I put them on a couple numbers. Let me put on one, two, eight. 
throw some in the field. Boom, the guy rolls the dice. Hey, boom, they pay the field. They pay me. I take my money back. Now I'm having fun, right? They bring me a drink. Oh, here I am, multiple runners. This is not an investment, ladies and gentlemen. I'm completely speculating. I go into my coin base. Something goes up. Hey, it went up. Hey, it went down. I don't care. But here's the difference, ladies and gentlemen. I understand the difference between investing and speculating. There is nothing wrong with speculating because right now with Dogecoin, I don't know what it's doing. I don't know who owns it. I don't know who's putting out the data behind it. I don't know how many coins are out there. I don't know who created it. How many coins? How many coins are they creating every day? What gives the coins value? What makes it goes up? What makes it goes down? I don't know. So guess what I do? I speculate. I don't invest. I go in and I say, hey, I speculate. Anytime something gets hot, come the next two weeks, once uh, Apple stock or once these earnings reports come out, there's always going to be a company that's going to take off to the moon that everybody's going to talk about. It may be Snowflake. It may be Apple. It may be Tesla. It may be Uber. It may be Lyft. Who knows? There will be a company that would take off. And when that company takes off, everybody is going to pay attention to it. Everybody's going to say, hey, do you got some? I want to get some. I want to get some. You got to be very careful not to be chasing the bull. But nowadays, everybody's approaching Dogecoin like the lottery ticket. So guess what? I got a crypto.com and I say, hey, you know what? I'm going to throw a thousand dollars in there and see what happens for me. Hey, I'm going to go buy these random coins, see what happens to me. Nothing wrong with that. But it's like a lottery ticket. It's the same thing when I'm on the gas station. I go pay for my gas. I turn around and say, hey, you know what, man? Let me give me some of these cash threes and number three, four, five. And yeah, give me some of those two. Give me some scratch offs. Okay, cool. Oh, man, I didn't make nothing. Throw it in the trash. Go ahead, go home. That is the same concept that I see everybody doing with Dogecoin. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, let me check what y'all say in the comments before I get out of here. I don't want to be before y'all too long tonight. Where am I at here? What y'all are saying? What are y'all saying? Al, what's going on, Al? We got Al in the building. <laughs> Beverly said, Beverly, she's in St. Louis. Nice to see you, uh, Beverly, in St. Louis. Uh, <laughs> Corey Johnson said, perfect title. <laughs> Definitely appreciate it. Um, yeah, Black and Health Wealth Show, he said everybody wants to get rich quick. That is very true. Um, Lionel, Lionel Moore, what's going on, Lionel, over there? Uh, appreciate your support. Y'all check out check out Lionel on Seeking Alpha too. Seeking Alpha. He said, uh, we care. That is why we watch you. Oh, okay. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Definitely. Let's sip and talk. She says, Good evening, Prince Freeman Kennedy from South Carolina. Definitely. Thank you. Appreciate you tuning in. Lionel Moore said, fundamentals don't matter in a speculative bubble. I buy undervalued stocks and bonds in distress or cash value matters. So he waits the companies all about, about to go out and go out of business. That's when he looks, that's when he's saying about distressed cash and stocks and undervalued bonds and stuff like that. But yeah, you're right. When people are speculating, they don't care about the fundamentals. <laughs> that's not fun. Lolo Rolo Stretcher says, you got Bertie Riddick, okay, Bodcom, Dental Coin. Since these coins didn't hit all times highs yet at the investor show. No, I do not have all those coins. It's like a thousand, two thousand coins out there. I do not know any of those. You know, I do not know any of those. Okay. Uh, Doge coins have a history price chart is easy and able to read the charts. Yes, but I don't know anything about the fundamentals. I look at the fundamentals. The fundamentals tell me what to buy. Then the technicals tell me to buy. Uh, Wesley learns to invest is my lottery. T- <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> my guy kevin boy yet 
He said, uh, okay, Lana, um, he says, most people think crypto is investing, but it's just speculative. You are on point. Lots of pump and dump um, scams and crypto. Yes, it's undervalued. I mean, it's an unregulated market. Nana Powers, hey, investor family. How you doing, Ms. Nana Powers? Thank you for tuning in. Kristen, I'm sorry. Kristen actually said, I love your bookshelf. Um, I'm sorry. You know, this bookshelf behind me is totally fake. This is a green screen. I do have a real bookshelf, but this is not one. This is where I shoot at. This is my studio room. So this is, I'm, I'm you know, I'm sorry. It's a good green screen. It's definitely not a bookshelf. <laughs> so anyway, I do have a real bookshelf, but this is not it behind me right here. Appreciate it, Miss Queen, for tuning in. Queen DNA says, Peace and love from San Diego just brought Dodge a few days ago. Yes, it's like a lottery ticket, ladies and gentlemen. Nothing wrong with that. I'm going to have me some Doge coins, some Bitcoins, and stuff like that. But I know it's speculative. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's doing. It's like a lottery ticket. <laughs> if it goes up and I make some money, great job. <laughs> She's laughing. She's laughing. Okay, I'm sorry about that. Um, Exactly. 9,280 cryptos out there. 9,000. But guess what? The winner is going to be the person who creates an ETF. They're going to create an ETF. Fidelity has been talking about it. An ETF that tracks all the cryptocurrencies. Now, that's going to be a winner. I can see that. Right? Uh, Low Roller said, I turned 90 bucks into $8,000 on Dogecoins. I know Doge will go up. Yes. Hey, there it is. Right? Now, who owns Doge, Dogecoin? And where is it coming from? Chris and Carol, what's going on? Chris? Okay. He says, uh, Chris says, if you were to give a percentage of your portfolio to speculative crypto buys, what would you say it would be? No more than 10. 10%. If you, depending on what level of your portfolio, but on a general, if a general rule of thumb, I would say no more than 10% on speculative, unproven, no financial data, of cryptos that's what i would do no more than 10 percent. if i had your hundred dollars i would say no more than 10 percent. but it all depends on your investing taste how much do you want if you're a very speculative bullish person you can have a little bit more but for me rule of thumb i say hey no more than 10 percent. and it's nothing wrong with cryptos and it's nothing wrong with adding that to your portfolio but when i have so much other great things out there why would i give you the opportunity for prime example if somebody came to me if uh, Chris came to me and said, hey, Prince, man, I got this new electronic vehicle company. Um, you can invest $500,000 into it. I can get it off the ground. And I'm going to say, hey, Chris, it's not saying that your idea is bad, but I can take that same $500,000 and buy $500,000 worth of stock. Or I can buy a brand new house and rent it out. It's just com competition. Competition at the time. All right. Laurel Rollercoaster said, have you heard of Safe Moon?" There's so many coins out there. There's nowhere in the world I can hear all 9,000. No, I have I have not heard of all of them. I have seen them. Um, I brought $37 worth of Doge coin last year, and now it's worth $3,500. Exactly. This is what makes people want to get in. When somebody say, hey, man, I bought a $10 lottery ticket, and I made $10 billion, everybody's going to start, ooh, wow, I want to do that. I want to get involved, right? Black Health and Wealth Show, he said, uh, Vinic is the latest launching an ETF Wednesday that's meant to for companies involved in digital, uh, digital currency business. Okay, there we go right there. Now, the ETF with companies that are involved, I told you I'm involved with Silvergate. 
SI and Riot. I believe in those two. Definitely Silvergate is a profitable company. Riot is unprofitable. But those are the companies, the companies that are doing the infrastructure behind cryptocurrency, I definitely believe in. Those are the ones that I definitely believe in. All right. Andy, what's going on? That's my guy right there, Andy. <laughs> he said, um, that's my guy. I will be at his wedding next month. I'll be at his wedding next month in Kansas City. Andy says, great show. Do you think they will ever sell options on cryptos? Yes. Going into what the great Charlie Munger says. Y'all cover your ears if you're kids and you hear this or whatnot. I'm sorry. I got to use profanity. This is what Charlie Munger said. People will sell shit as long as shit sells. <laughs> so anytime there's a buyer, there's going to be a seller. All right. So that's why I think um, you got miles. Uh, uh, it's hot like right. Well, I'm not sure. I don't know a lot about that one. I don't try to get all of them. I can't get all of them. I narrow down my picks to one or two and then I move on. So. I can't get Riot plus this, plus this, plus this. I figure out, hey, I don't need to have Apple, Microsoft, and every tech company in the world. I could just pick one, maybe two, and just roll with them and just move on. All right? Lionel Moore says facts. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I definitely appreciate y'all for tuning in. I got to get out of here. I definitely hope y'all got some out of this. Dogecoin is like the lottery ticket. Everybody's just buying it and seeing what it does. I probably have some. I own some cryptocurrencies or whatever, but they are lottery tickets in my eyes because I can do no financial studies, no financial regulated studies to say I don't even know who owns it. They could come out tomorrow and say Donald Trump owns Dogecoin. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know who owns it. I don't know what the headquarters is. I don't know where the servers are at. I don't know how many coins are out there. What are the goals of the coins? I have no idea. But I can look that up if I go to buy a business or a franchise. I can look that up if I brought a stock. And I can look that up if I went and did real estate. So cryptocurrency, Dogecoin, everybody's asking these questions, telling how much money they made. It's the lottery ticket. That's how Dogecoin became the lottery ticket, especially 2021. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, y'all, don't forget to hit that like, subscribe, comment, and share button, and check out that book series, Wesley Learns. Wesley Learns about in, uh, Wesley Learns to Invest, Wesley Learns about credit, and Wesley Learns about insurance, all available everywhere. All right. And to the next video, podcast, cartoon, or whatever else crazy you see me doing around the globe, peace, be safe, I'm out, and thank you.